0: Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 287. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy.
1: Yes, I'm here. I'm excited. This is a big big week uh, for the sports Woo! episode.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. All right, Andy, uh, we've got some nba talk specifically Uh, let's start with uh donovan uh not her i mean mitchell
1: yeah so donovan mitchell uh he got he got traded uh the utah jazz are trying to get rid of everyone they traded gobert early in the in the offseason and it seemed like oh they're gonna get rid of mitchell at some point too uh the knicks were heavily rumored to um be the one getting him because he's from new york city and uh, just seemed like perfect for them then they want a big star and they'd be desperate. Uh, but in the end he's going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So um interesting trade. The the Cavs are getting or not the Cavs are trading three first round picks to to Utah. Um and then two the, the swaps, which the swaps, you never know if that's ever gonna do anything because from Cleveland's perspective, they're like, well we're gonna be better than Utah for like the next ten years because Utah has just completely gutted their team. Uh, but, uh, a long time ago, the Boston Celtics traded Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett to the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and they got some pick swaps and those pick swaps ended up being Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So sometimes they, they work out. Uh, you never know. But I think in this, this case, Cleveland is like, we're going to be good for the next six years. We'll be, at least we'll be okay. And Utah is probably bad. So we're probably never going to swap picks. Um, but again, I think that last swap is not for like, yeah, five more years or something like that. Um, so I, I don't know if that's why uh, Utah did that or there's just kind of like a throw in. But all of the all of the trades lately have been adding those in. I think the Lakers and Pelicans have that in uh, the Clippers and Thunder definitely have two swaps coming up. But like that includes this year. Do you think uh, the Clippers pick is going to be better than Oklahoma City's pick this next year? Yes. You do. You think, you think the Clippers will have the worst.
0: I think, well, not in that way, but I think they'll end up making a, you know, someone well, I'm, I'm look, the, who's bad look really good.
1: Oklahoma City's probably going to be picking in the top oh, five. Again. Number so one, the, uh, 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 well, you know, the worst team doesn't always pick number one. So, um, but yeah, that pick swap is probably not going to matter. Uh, but also Cleveland did trade some some players in this trade as well, uh, including Colin Sexton, who last full season he played averaged like 24 points a game. But that's because Cleveland was terrible and they just needed someone to shoot a lot of shots. Uh, but Sexton was hurt most of last year. He is kind of a I don't even want to say like a Westbrook type and that um, his points come from shooting the ball a lot more than actually being good at making baskets. Uh, but that's maybe a little unfair. Um, but no one knows what to really expect from from this guy. Maybe he's going to be hurt a lot. So Cleveland was was ready to to let him go because he was just kind of in the way of their other guards. Uh, and now they it's a definite upgrade going from Sexton to Mitchell. But I wonder what Utah wants out of Colin Sexton. Um, Utah also acquired a uh, Lori Markinens, who's who's now to his I think fourth team already. Uh, he's a big seven footer, a Dirk a Dirk like I'll, I'll say. Uh, just, you know, 60% of Dirk at best. Oh, wow. But, you know, he's 7 foot. He's from Europe. He could shoot threes, but just not close to the same type of player. Um, but still useful and belongs on an NBA roster. So he's someone maybe Utah can flip him later in a later deal or something. Um, Yeah, so Utah is really just packing it in. This is a... Uh, what Danny Ainge does when he takes over a team—he's the one who made that trade um, with the with Celtics that kind of set the Celtics up for the future. Now he's looking to do it again for for Utah, but uh, they—the fans there have to be committed to multiple years of sucking, most likely, um, which isn't fun. Uh, I think some outsiders think, well, that's the way to do it—is just you know give up three seasons in a row, and then maybe you'll be good. And it sucks. Utah, Utah is never not not good. Like our entire lifetimes, Utah has been a playoff team. At the All the way least.
0: back to so, Ulster tag days. Really yeah, that's just... Like him. <laughs>
1: it's been their thing. I mean, they, they, yeah, they went from Stockton alone to uh, Carlos Boozer and Darren Williams. Uh, it sounds funny, but those teams were pretty good. Uh, and then they've had this kind of Rudy Gobert era. And they're not winning championships, but they're good. So, I don't know. They 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 want to win a title. And I think that's that's i feel like i met here. someone
0: recently who said that they were related to carlos boozer
1: and yeah he's from alaska so maybe if you've been to alaska recently yeah maybe.
0: and i wanted to say like well, i don't like him <laughs> 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 maybe like they're friends with his like sibling
1: or something I yeah mean, we don't know if he's a bad guy or not but he was could kinda... have been
0: a dream i have no idea
1: yeah yeah <laughs> dreaming about boozer his yeah. relatives but yeah, I think the on the the Cleveland side is much much more interesting. What's going to happen there because Cleveland was had a nice season and then kind of fell apart at the end with injuries. Uh, but they got good young players. Um, Evan Mobley was there. Was he still just yeah just a rookie last year? There's like great seven footer defender can do a lot of different things. The uh, Darius Garland played pretty well. I think his second or third year as a guard. Uh, but Mitchell is a true star. Not maybe in the sense of production, but just points and he does cool things so he definitely helps them in that department they're gonna be more fun to watch and um because Mitchell can go off for those games and score 50 and uh, I don't think Cleveland really had anyone on the team they, they have a, a good group there but now they just got a little bit better uh, but they're not in the top tier of the Eastern Conference. They're not better than Boston or Philadelphia or Milwaukee. So they're still probably going to be fighting for like a four or five seat at best. Uh, but you, you got to take those you got to take those chances. Um, you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe someone else on the team develops into a better player. Maybe maybe Evan Mobley does become Tim Duncan in a couple of years. Um, and it would be great to have Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell certainly can do what Tony Parker did. Um, and Parker's was was always. It's hard to say he's overrated, but he was like because he played for such good teams, his profile was 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 up. But Tony Parker was never uh, a top five. Type he's a good guy. ball handler, so I think. No one yeah, could, could understand in, him. He, score, he but, spoke French, yeah.
0: so he could say you know whatever he wanted out yeah. there. And people are like what? What did he say?
1: He had an affair with his teammate's yeah. wife. It's All, all good I mean, stuff.
0: Fisher, uh, who hasn't been there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but. uh yeah, the Cavs should be better, uh, and I think that's all all that matters is you, you want to keep making moves to get better. I remember when uh, the Bucks traded for Holiday a few years back. It's like, is this really the move that's going to put them over the top? And and it was, so you don't know. A couple years down the line, maybe Cleveland is going to be uh, a real true competitor there. But I don't see it next year, but they'll they will be better. They won't be uh, in the play-in game. Kevin
0: Love's still on that team. Um,
1: Yes, yes he's the he's the veteran still left there so that's crazy ah uh, that'll be cool yeah
0: I think he got married maybe that'll help his uh yeah mental
1: and, and issues um a lot of the guys were there like a lot of his current teammates but a lot of the old guys like jr Smith and um LeBron and stuff that was cool seeing them all together the, the championship team the old squad yeah which was only like five years yeah. ago but it seems like a thousand but well, that's, that's how basketball goes yeah uh, all right, do got another NBA thing oh, let's hear it. that just happened today. Uh, I find fascinating, but um, the charges were dropped for Montrezl Harrell uh, in his drug case last week. So uh, he was carrying, uh, I think, pounds, I think multiple pounds of marijuana, which is is, is a lot. You're not that's not for yourself. Uh, but in the end, they end up dropping the like charges of you know possession. Well, did he ever say what he was doing with it? I don't think they're just like, give us, we're and in a small county, just give us like a hundred bucks. No options. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it just, doesn't matter in, do you care? Like no one cares.
0: Well, I'm, I'm I don't care. If curious.
1: Was, like, why do you
0: have so much? Yeah.
1: No, but I mean, do you think he belongs in jail if he, if he was selling? Well, America does uh, used
0: to like to lock up everyone for anything. Now it depends on where you are. Uh, but no, yeah. no, I don't think so. But like I said, I'm just more so curious. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, and it's it's like you don't need to do this. You, it's not like he's made a billion dollars playing basketball, but he's made a ton of money. Like you don't need to be doing any of this. Uh, But the charges were dropped, so now. And hold on, did you say what
0: what the size of it was? Like I'm trying to think. Are we talking like one of those? Like you're watching the movie Blow, and I think it starts with weed and a huge bag in Pee Wee Herman's house,
1: or like a huge block.
0: What are we talking? You think
1: the reference that I always have. Uh, they'd always go back to is in um, Harold Kumar. They have like a big um, container mm. um, and I believe that's supposed to be a pound and that would say I would say a pound was about uh, like a, a throw pillow uh, size. So he might have had pounds indicating Multiple throw pillows.
0: Yes. <laughs> that, yes. that is crazy to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about that stuff. I, I've never really been into it. But, I mean, most people, granted that I see using it, aren't high rollers. So they'll have the small, you know, Glad baggie for Cheez-Its and Oreos, uh, like a yeah. qu- you know, crumbs basically in there. And it's like, well, that's probably gonna last them a while. Then I
1: yeah, guess- if you think of, if you think about it, um, a lot of times people would buy uh, marijuana in grams measurements, in grams. I like gram uh,
0: crackers.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about grams. You know, like the British I people know. measure weight. Yeah, so think of it that way. That uh, a pound and a thousand grams are not not equal, but you know, in the same uh, vicinity. So if you think about that,
0: yeah, I guess you just. I would like to be a, a fellow teammate of his because you're going to have to ruffle his feathers, right?
1: All right, three pounds. That's what the that's what the arrest was for. So play some. Willie Nelson
0: when he comes into the room, <laughs>
1: Snoop Dogg. Uh, but yeah, he uh, is is free to go and free to sign, and he's uh, heading back uh, to his old uh, his old coach Doc Rivers. He's going to uh, sign with the 76ers. so he'll get Joe Embiid high or something. I don't know, uh, but a, a cheap deal. Uh, I think it makes sense that he'll be a, a you know what he what he's best at is a bench bench guy. He put him in. Uh, he'll can play like twenty four minutes and just give you some some points in, in, in a down. Russia stretch, so. does
0: have a warrant Uh-oh. out
1: for his arrest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pounds. That's way too much. That's like the entire uh, output of marijuana in the whole country. So
0: yeah. All right. Uh, any more NBA? Or are we ready to move on?
1: Uh, that's it. Yeah, we could go on here.
0: All right. Let's talk about some home <laughs> runs.
1: Yeah, I'm going to update uh, on the, the home run watch that we've been doing. 2022. Uh, yeah, Albert Poole hit his 695th, so he's now one behind A-Rod uh, and ha- does have a chance to get to 700, uh, so that'll be pretty big. Um, and if he did play for another year, he could pass Babe Ruth, but I, he's not coming back. I think he's uh, pretty comfortable saying this is this is it for him. Uh, and then uh, for se- single season totals, Aaron Judge hit his fifty fourth, and uh, he is now projected to hit sixty five, so well above uh, Roger Maris's sixty one. Uh, still, of course, behind the actual record, but uh, the non steroid record is still sixty one, of course. So, um, although I think a lot of those guys hit more than sixty one multiple times, I believe Sosa hit sixty five three times. Um, and Bonds hits over 61, I think like three, three seasons as well. So, um, but it's been a long time. We haven't had anyone hit 60 since those guys. So uh, it'll be, those were it'll be the days. The that goes. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're all, we're all rooting for Aaron Judge to do it. Even though he's on the despised Yankees, just kind of, it'll be nice to get uh, past that era. Yeah. That's what I got for baseball. Not much, but something fun.
0: Yeah. All right, shall we move over to some college football?
1: Yeah, a good good week 1, nice to have it back and you know, we had games all day. Uh week 1 usually has a lot of a lot of blowouts cuz there's a lot of like USC played Rice University. And it's like, okay, well that's not that's not fair. And usually playing some South Mississippi or something like just like that's not. They don't have the same uh resources to compete. Um and then sometimes you have big matchups and there's still a blowout. Um, but then, the, yeah, there's there's some good stuff that, that happens. So uh, one of the big matchups was Georgia and Oregon. So Oregon's a good program. I think they were 13th heading into this game. Uh, Georgia is the uh, defending national champions, and they're number three in the nation. They're, just, they're still going to be great. Uh, it was a neutral field game played in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So uh, Oregon came all the way across. Uh, The entire United States and Georgia, you know, traveled like 45 minutes on the bus, but uh, technically was not played at the University of Georgia. So technically not a home game, but it was probably 99% Georgia fans there. Uh, And Georgia scored on every possession, I think their first eight times and won like 50-something to three. Whoa. (laughs) Just total domination. Really embarrassing for Oregon because they're supposed to be okay, at least. They're not supposed to get completely humiliated like this but it just the talent disparity between the number three team and the number 13 team is sometimes that big so it uh, doesn't seem good for uh the other teams in the sec that georgia is gonna roll through so uh could be another great season for them uh and then another big pack 12 going to the south matchup that ended in a disappointment for our uh, closer teams Utah, who's the highest ranked team in the Pac-12, they uh, traveled all the way to Gainesville to take on Florida, who was unranked and had a new coach. Um, and it was a good game, but Utah threw an interception in the end zone with about 20 seconds left to end the game, and they lost by a field goal. Uh, it's a really tough way to lose, but uh, I don't know if this is a good or bad loss. They're, they were the seventh coming into the into the week, so they should you expect them to beat an unranked team no matter where it's played, but I imagine playing a game in Florida, if you're used to playing in Utah with uh, elevation of like, I don't know, they're probably like 5,000 feet up there uh, and then going to the swamp. like Yeah, that heat will affect you. It's just that's a that's a rough place to play in your first game. First week of September like that. Like maybe you play them in November and it's lovely. I've been sweating since right Thursday. Now. Our weather has been yeah.
0: mimicking theirs lately.
1: Yeah, we're basically been living. We don't have power either,
0: like from four (laughs) to nine. So,
1: yeah, good job. Yeah, I saw we used uh, we used the most power ever uh, yesterday in California history. So we did a lot of windmills needed. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, very disappointing. The two top ranked teams in the Pac-12, they both went to the south to take on uh, some SEC opponents. And it didn't it didn't work out. Um, But USC did win pretty easily. Uh, UCLA won pretty easily as well, although I guess they were losing at one point, uh, but the Pac-12 is just not going to be competitive. Um, Utah probably needed to win that game to really be in the playoff hunt, so it's kind of like I think both of the teams that could compete for a playoff spot are probably already knocked out, um, although maybe in the future they can make the playoffs because they're going to expand them, but right now it's still just the four teams at the end of the season, Uh yeah, there's some other interesting games. LSU had a heartbreaking loss with a blocked extra point to, to tie the game. That always sucks. I hate that kind of special teams bullshit. Um, and LSU, those are first game with Brian Kelly. People already hate him, but he's probably a good coach, but he's also probably an asshole, but he's also probably not a good enough coach to make them be a national champion again. Uh, yeah, very mixed feelings. There's only there's only like three teams that could ever win a title anymore. So, yeah. Um, everyone else is just on the outside looking in, and maybe they just gotta accept it. But college football fans are the craziest of fans, and um, don't accept it. They're, they're the type of team you go you go nine and four, and they're like, "That's the worst thing that We've ever happened." Problem. But if you're like, yeah, if you're like uh, Wake Forest, and they go like four and nine, it's like incredible. What a great season! So, um, yeah, college football is a weird sport. Uh,
0: and that's what I uh, have for that this week. So. All right, You're ready to move over to uh, the show, the NFL.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm ready to do some over-unders. This is always a, a fun segment. Uh, usually we leave uh, you out of this. And this this year, you're going to have to just listen to yeah. me. So uh, I got I got all the teams Let it rip. here. Uh, and I'm going to go through them. So uh, I always start uh, with the finish from last year, So, but by division. So starting with the AFC East, uh, the Buffalo Bills are the first team I'm doing here. And I think they're the uh, team with the most uh, wins on their over-under. Yes, that's right. Uh, So last year they won 11 games. This year their over-under is 11.5. I am going to go under. Uh, Even though the Bills might be the best team in the NFL, uh, I like to be cautious with some of these teams with uh, high over-unders. The Patriots won 10 last year. Their over-under this year is 8.5. I'm also going under on the Patriots because they got worse. They lost JC Jackson I think they lost some other contributors to their team and a lot of bad vibes coming from that team. But this is maybe the end for Belichick. He's, uh, I think he might be 70 now and it just, you just don't, you can't do it. You can't do that job. You're not going to put in the hours, right? You're that old. Yeah, he's now 70. So uh, maybe this is, this is it. Uh, The Dolphins, they're over under is eight and a half. I think I'm going to go over. They got a new coach. They got Tyree Hill, a horrible human being, but a very, very fast man. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that season goes for them. They they are maybe building something, but they haven't been they haven't been in the playoffs in quite a while. But I think if I'm predicting the the other teams in the AFC used to be a little down, maybe I got to predict them to go up. Uh, then the Jets, four wins last year. Over under this year's five and a half. Uh, yeah, I have to go I have to go under. This team is still not very talented uh, on both sides of the ball. Don't know what to expect out of their quarterback who missed the entire preseason after getting hurt. So, um, yeah, not a lot there that I like. Um, now to the AFC North. Cincinnati Bengals, they won 10, but they also went to the AFC. or They went to the Super Bowl. They won the AFC. Uh, so, huge season, way ahead of schedule. Uh, they do have a lot of great players they're over and under this year is nine and a half but i'm gonna go under uh, miracle season last year so i'm gonna say a step back this year uh still be a solid team but i'm gonna go under nine and a half uh the pittsburgh steelers last year they won nine games uh they're over under this year is seven and a half which steelers might have gotten better so why would they take a step back well they were lucky to win those nine games last year they really weren't very good uh, but I, I believe in the franchise, they always find a way to, to field a good defense, and they always find a way to get good receivers, uh, and they do have a new quarterback this year. Mitch Trubisky is going to start at least the beginning of the year, so uh, big Ben Roethlisberger is gone, he's uh, retired, he could spend his time crashing motorcycles or something, I don't know what he does anymore, um, but I, I'm happy to see him gone, I never enjoyed him as a person or a player, and... Uh, let's see what Mitch Trubisky can do. The former uh, Bears high draft pick who didn't uh, didn't really make it. Uh, the Browns they won eight games last year. Their overrunner this year is eight and a half. This one makes no sense to me because the Cleveland Browns do not have their starting quarterback for the first eleven games because he sexually assaulted women when he was getting massages. You know, just a normal type thing that happens. Uh, so that's gonna be a big blow to them. They don't have that uh, serial. Sexual harasser as their quarterback for eleven games. So why should they win nine? I don't. I don't understand that. Um, so I'm going to go under on eight and a half. And then uh, Baltimore actually was the last place team last year, eight wins. But this year their over under is ten and a half, and uh, I'm going to go over because this team was really great a couple of years ago. I just had a miserable, unlucky season last year, and I think they'll bounce back. Uh, Tennessee Titans, twelve wins last year. Now they're uh, over under this year is nine and a half. I'm going to go over. A lot of people are really expecting them to take a big step back. That's two and a half below what they won last year. Um, Derrick Henry missed a lot of the a lot of the year, and they still won 12 games. Uh, so I'm going to go over. I don't think their division's very good, and I think they'll take care of business there. So um, the Colts they won nine games. Their over under is also nine and a half, and uh, I'm going to go under. They uh, they brought in Matt Ryan as their new quarterback, and everyone thinks it's going to be a huge upgrade over Carson Wentz. But uh, Matt Ryan's 37, I think now. It's around the time quarterbacks start to lose it, uh, so I'm not as high on them. Uh, I think he could. Uh, he was never as good as Tom Brady, anyway. So, um, is he really going to be a top-tier quarterback anymore? I don't think so. Uh, Houston Texans. They won four games last year. Their over this year is four and a half. Uh, I'm going to go over, not because I think Houston's any good, but four and a half. It, you know, it's not that hard to get over five and twelve. Uh, they could win some games. They could beat uh, the Colts or the Jaguars here, the next team. Uh, so, yeah, the Jaguars won three games last year. Uh, what, a, what a horrible season. Uh, their coach was caught, like, um, hanging out with college girls on his day off. Why do I feel like you'd, uh, this from the story is
0: told seven million times? Is this one, <laughs> the same guy or mo- every coach does this?
1: No, this is this one, Urban, Urban Meyer, who was a yeah, college coach game. for so long. And he, uh, he's like, I'm going to go to the NFL, but then didn't actually want to work hard. So um, that's a tech second message I've got to say, don't use any power. Just let let yourself die. You're getting messages that say that? You're getting text messages, oh yeah. Oh, my
0: God. Well, you're in Orange County. They're a whole <laughs> lot further along than L.A.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Jaguars, three wins, uh, six and a half over, over under this year. Um, I'm going to go over with this as well. I think that's more of a... A pick from the heart. I'd like to see them kind of turn around. I'd like to see Trevor Lawrence figure it out. He was the number one pick last year and wasn't very good, but just a a great college player. I expect more out of him. Uh, Now to the AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs, 12 wins last year. Over-under is 10.5. I'm going to go under. Uh, They lost Tyreek Hill. I think that's bigger than people want to admit. Uh, Mahomes had some issues last year and definitely had issues in the, the second half of their Playoff loss where he just kind of fell apart mentally. Um, maybe they'll still have uh, some some bad effects from there. Um, the next team here, the Las Vegas Raiders. They won ten games. Uh, Their over under this year is going is going to be eight and a half. Uh, I'm going under because I think the Raiders are bad and people don't want to admit it because they have some really good players. Uh, they traded for Devontae Adams, who's probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. Um, but they don't have much talent uh, across the roster. Their defense is really, uh, really thin. And I think they had kind of a miracle season last year. Um, John Gruden, that's another coach that was uh, fired mid-year last year. He's the guy who had the racist emails. If you remember that story. Oh, yeah. um, so I think the team really rallied around the, the replacement coach and played really well behind them. They also, I think they won six games on game-winning field goals at the last minute, which is absurd. So the Raiders never really were as good as their ten wins. So uh, taking them to, to step back here. Uh, the Chargers nine wins last year. Their over this year is ten. Uh, I just have to be confident in my team. I, mean, I think they're they're getting, they're an over here. Uh, they might have the best roster in the entire NFL. But that means they have to live up to that roster, which is uh, scary to me. But gotta be optimistic. Gotta be positive. You know they're they're gonna. They're going to do better than expected sometime rather than worse. So I'm going uh, over for them. Uh, next up, the Broncos. They won seven last year. They're over under this year's nine and a half. So the big jump there is because they got Russell Wilson as their quarterback. So the uh, longtime Seahawks quarterback, very unhappy there. Um, the Broncos came in and they uh, made the big deal to get him. So the Broncos haven't had a good quarterback since Peyton Manning and what was good for them which has almost been like 10 years now since he was actually good. Uh, so they've had some really rough quarterback play since then. And they just went out and spent, uh, they gave Wilson a huge extension just this past week. Um, although the Broncos now have that Walmart money. Ooh, what happened? Uh, their team, their team was purchased by someone from the Walton family. So have they already started the um, rollbacks on their season passes? Yeah, they should, they should. season tickets. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to gonna work. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you'd want to use the Walmart branding. I don't think it's everyone's favorite no. thing. I'm uh, afraid of Walmart. Thing. It's almost a thing you only use it as out of necessity. Yeah. And yeah, me and you don't use it at It's all. as if it.
0: the DMV grew a convenience store. <laughs> yeah.
1: Where do these people come from? How do they exist? On, yeah, it added departments yeah. and just kept going. Yeah, it's bad stuff. Uh, but I'm going to go over on the Broncos. I... I don't know how they're not going to be a Super Bowl winning. Team. Costco is first
0: class. Where Walmart is <laughs> <Yeah>. coach.
1: <clears throat> I I wouldn't even say Walmart is coach.
0: Spirit Airlines. Walmart is the bus.
1: Is the bus. <laughs> it's taking a, a city bus across country. Uh, all right, let's look, let's go into the NFC here, where uh, the Cowboys won the NFC l- last year with twelve wins. This year, their over under is nine and a half. So. Quite a quite a step back. Um, people are th- reading some bad signs, but uh, I believe in the Cowboys. They have a really good quarterback. They still have good players all around the team. And their defense was awesome last year. And People are forgetting. You, you combine it, a great defense with a top-tier quarterback and some other good players, I think, I think they'll be still very good. Uh, the Eagles won nine last year, and their owner under this year is nine and a half. So uh, people like what the Eagles are doing. I'm going under because the Eagles shouldn't have won nine games. They they were not good, and when they got to that playoff game, they got destroyed and really exposed for what they truly were, uh, which is not that good of a team. So I'm actually going to go under, um, unlike everyone else. Uh, Washington, the Washington Commanders. Remember, the Washington Commanders. Last year, they were the Washington football team. Previous years, they were the Washington um, – Ethnic slurs so about just trying Native to sell American people, March, right? <laughs> so, well, names. yeah, now they have another another new name. Did they sell um, jerseys that said the f- oh, I'm Washington sure they had football to have. team? They had to have. Oh, my to, God, yeah. yeah. Um, some people only ever played for the Washington football team. I'm sure. Damn. so Weird. Um, so they won seven last year. Their over under is eight and a half. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. If that's like believing in the new name uh carson wentz is now their quarterback so probably an upgrade of what they had last year but i i don't like this team at all i don't know i don't know what they're thinking there eight and a half is 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 high to me uh so i'm going under on that one um and then uh the new york giants they won four games last year uh, over under seven and a half i don't understand those one either the giants should be better but they're still not good I don't see them being an eight and nine team. They still don't have the quarterback that they, they need to be really good. Uh, they did get a new coach who was a coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. He should make the offense a bit better, but I still don't see it with this team. So, uh, on to the NFC North. The Packers won it last year. Best record in uh, the NFC 13 wins, but uh, this year their over-under is 10.5 and uh, I'm going to go over as well uh, for them because uh, it just—it's Aaron Rodgers has been there the whole time. Uh, he committed to the team, so now I think there's a little continuity there. They did lose Devontae Adams, but I think uh, Aaron Rodgers will still get it done. Um, second place is the Vikings with eight wins. This year, they're over-under is 9.5. Uh, I think it's a little, little optimistic. I'm going to go under for the Vikings there. Uh, they did fire their coach and people think that's going to be a, a great uh, benefit to their offense. Uh, we'll have to see because it could be, it'll be a detriment to their defense in my opinion that maybe their offense will get a bit better, but their defense will get a little bit worse. So I'm going under nine and a half on that one. Uh, the bears won six games last year. They're over under this year's five and a half. I'm going to go under on that because yeah, the bears might be the worst team and maybe they should try to be the worst team, try to improve for the future. Um, yeah, I don't like too much from the bears. Uh, the lions, they only won three games last year and their over/under this year is all the way up to six and a half. And I'm going to go over, I think that's similar to uh, a Jack- uh, Jacksonville Jaguars that like to see them improve. Uh, they did have the number one pick last year and uh, brought in a great defensive player and maybe he'll make a big difference there. Um, uh, but that's less logic and more. I'd, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see the lions have a nice Thanksgiving day win, you know? That'd be nice. Um, I don't know who they're playing, but hopefully it'll be fun. Uh, NFC South, Tampa Bay, thirteen wins last year. Over under this year is eleven and a half. I'm going to go under. You don't know what's going on with Tom Brady. The team isn't as good as it was the past two years, in my opinion. Uh, and Tom Brady is forty five, so you don't know. He might he might uh, miss some weeks for plastic surgery. You just don't know. So. I will have to go under on this team. Uh, Northern Saints won nine last year. They're over under this year's eight and a half. I'm going to go over. The Saints did lose Sean Payton, uh, but a lot of the same players are still there. Um, the coaching staff is people who were part of the coaching staff before, so I like uh, I like what they're doing. Uh, Michael Thomas is back. Jameis Winston is going to be healthy maybe, uh, but they've got a lot of good players on both sides of the ball, so I could see them still be, being pretty good here. Uh, the Falcons, they won seven last year. Their over-under is four and a half, so that's uh, tied for worst. Uh, they did trade Matt Ryan, their franchise quarterback, the last decade plus. So they are not looking to really compete this year. Uh, they brought in Marcus Mariota as their quarterback. They're not, they are not—they didn't draft the quarterback of the future, um, although they did draft a QB. Maybe, maybe he'll be good, but uh, they didn't spend a high pick or anything like that. So... Uh, and their first round pick, I think, is is not going to play this week. He's hurt already, so not a lot of good signs. So I'm actually going to go under on that four and a half, and that's really really low. That scares me. Whoa! Uh, Carolina Panthers won five last year. Over under is six and a half. I'm going to go over. They uh, traded for Baker Mayfield very recently, and he is okay. You know, he's not great, but he's okay. He's better than what they've had the last few years. It's a fun name. And this team. Yeah, and he's a fun commercial guy. If you've seen those commercials, I, I enjoyed them. Uh, sad that like as soon as he got all those commercials, he stopped playing as well. It's one of That's those names goes, where if you like. see it where it's last name first, you don't know what the fuck you're looking at. Yeah. Like, where's the name? Yeah. Mayfield Baker. Who knows? Um, but yeah, they've got good players. They've got Christian McCaffrey, who's hopefully going to play the whole season because he's really great and really fun to watch, but... I think that would be a big help to them if he is. be a big help to uh, Baker Mayfield there. Uh, now we got uh, the NFC West, the LA Rams, defending Super Bowl champions. They won 12 last year. Their over-under this year is 10.5. Um, I guess I'm a hater. I have to go under. Uh, they just won the Super Bowl. It means they're going to be a little relaxed, not playing as hard. Uh, they did lose some key contributors from last year. Defense is probably not going to be a, as good. And uh, who knows? Matthew Stafford has some injury concerns, some arm issues that he's dealing with. He's older. Uh, you know, you won one. You, you just not you don't take it as serious. The next year is what typically happens. So I'm going to go under on that ten and a half. Um, Arizona Cardinals won eleven last year. Their over under is eight and a half. I'm going over. I'm the only believer in this team. I like the quarterback. I like their coach. But everyone is kind of piling on them. They had just one of the worst playoff losses you'll ever see, just just humiliating. They were so awful in their playoff game against the Rams that I think people are just written the team off. Uh, and then, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins got suspended for steroids. He's probably their best player overall, uh, so he's going to be out for the first six games. Um, but there's 17 games. That means he's got 11 to play. Pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my, my perspective there. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, they won 10 last year. Uh, the over under is nine and a half. I'm also going to go over. I want to see uh, what Trey Lance is going to do taking over a starter. So uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is uh, still with the team, but he's going to be the backup for this season. Uh, Trey Lance was the third overall pick in last year's draft, um, and he but he was too raw to play. Was was the idea? He played at uh, North Dakota State and didn't even um, start like a full season there. So very raw, very great athlete, but needs to learn the game a bit more before he could really contribute. And uh, well, now, now it's his time. So uh, that team has been good when they've been healthy. They have so many good players uh, like Debo Samuel and then Nick Bosa and just, uh, they were in the Super Bowl two years ago. Was that three years, three years ago. Uh, And they still have a lot of those great players. So um, I'm not gonna say they're going to be back, but uh, maybe, maybe they could. Uh, the last team here, Seattle Seahawks, seven wins last year, five and a half over under. This is hard, but I'm going to have to go under. I like I like the franchise. I like uh, Pete Carroll. has been a good coach to them. But they did trade Russell Wilson away, and they did not really find a suitable replacement. Geno Smith is actually going to start. Uh, Geno Smith's never been successful. Um, he's been in the league for like 10 years and he's been mostly a backup and just hanging around waiting for his, his chance. And I guess this is, this is it now, but uh, the team's lost a lot of talent over the last seven years since they were really good. We um, still got some good players, but I'm just going to go under cause I kind of feel like this is a team rebuilding. That's not really a thing in the NFL as much as it is in, in the NBA. I mean, we just talked about the Utah jazz that are going to like rebuild for the next nine years doesn't really happen in the NFL, but I think Seattle is uh, close to that right now. So, um, so yeah, that's that's the over unders. I went through them all. I hope that's a good way of delivering a little bit of a preview and talked about all these teams for at least ten seconds, right? Yeah. Um, and we'll be talking about all of them, I'm sure, over the course of the next eighteen weeks. Yeah, there's seventeen games plus a bye. So, um, yeah, it's it's here. It's back. Uh, the NFL is in LA Woo. in two days. Uh, we got the we got the Rams hosting the Bills, so it should be a should be a fun game. Uh, it's two two teams that are uh, got Super Bowl hopes, and I both gave them the under, so I'm a pessimist with them. But I still think the game will be fun. So uh, yeah, enjoy that game.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to add?
1: Ah, uh, No, that was a yeah, good one. It's been one a, right
0: on there. the more of the full side of sports where we've been pretty late yeah. lately. You've been listening to episode 287 of the Tony Stick Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Touchdown Andy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> See you later.